0: switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on tuesdays and thursdays at 3 p.m u.s eastern and on saturday at whatever time i can get to it tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp uh, this episode of switchcraft is brought to you by tonesberger support switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp <laughs> Episode 229 of Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Get a free book and directly support the show by heading on over to uh, runjumpstomp.com slash audible. Once you're there, you can sign up. You get a free book, Uh, whatever book you want. They've got thousands of books from every possible genre. You're definitely going to find something you like over at Audible. Uh, I'm still currently reading. It's actually a pretty long book. Um, I'm I'm still currently reading the, the video game history book called The Ultimate History of Video Games. It's a really, really good book. Um, and the one that I've got lined up for after that is uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. And I can't bring it up right now. Uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. So uh, that's going to be the next book that I read because I really enjoy reading about the... Um, the history of the video of, of video games, this industry that gives me a vehicle to talk to people. So, uh, anyway, let's let's jump into today's news. So, the first story for today is actually a very interesting story, and it 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 says a lot about uh, what's going on with the Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, This comes to us via Nintendo Everything. And basically, uh, what we're hearing here is a quick little blurb. Uh, Well, actually, the source, uh, Nintendo Everything, uh, grabbed it from Variety. So let's go to uh, the Variety uh, site. And this is very interesting. I'm going to zoom in here. It says... Uh, right down here, uh, the game will not require a subscription to Nintendo's paid online Switch service. Uh, this comes from the developer Tencent, which is a huge developer. Uh, like they're massive. They, they are one of the biggest developers in the world that you've never heard of. Uh, but that comes from the developer themselves. They're saying you can play Arena of Valor online and you do not have to pay for Nintendo Switch online. That is a really, really surprising turn of events. I don't know if this occurs on PS4 or Xbox One where certain games you don't have to pay for, but for a while there was a rumor kind of out there floating around that uh, free to play or yeah, free games would not have to be... Um, uh, would not require the subscription service from Nintendo. I don't know if that's true or not, but this seems to lend credence to it because Arena of Valor is a free game. Um, I'm, I'm really not sure what to think here. I'm I'm floored that this is true. I almost, I figured almost for certain that Nintendo would require developers to require uh, the online service. Let's go to chat real quick uh link thirty one two fifty four says on p s four you can play fortnite without p s n membership, but on xbox you need gold to play fortnite, which is weird. see I wonder if that's a developer platform restriction so maybe xbox says that you have to have gold and p s n says that you don't, which is strange because p s n is usually the more restrictive one if you guys are hearing uh banging in the background it's somebody is i think my wife is is uh putting up a painting or something. I don't know. Um, We'll just ignore it. (laughs) Uh, So I'm very, very curious as to what this means. What does this mean for, oh my God, super loud cars driving by my house now. And I don't even have the window open right now. Anyway, um, does this mean like Fortnite is not going to require uh, the Nintendo Switch online service? I don't know. Uh, I, I haven't heard anything from Epic Games about that. Um, what about Paladins? Paladins is another free to get free to play game. And is that one going to require the Nintendo Switch online services? And if enough uh, developers just say, hey, we're we're not going to do the Nintendo Switch online service, then does that leave the the Nintendo Switch online service only for Nintendo first party games? (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. I will be right back. Buy a ColecoVision and a Coleco game cartridge by November 15th. We'll send you a free Cabbage Patch Kid by Christmas. If the last story surprised you, this story should surprise nobody. Um, The new Nintendo Labo thing where you can build like a little car uh, and plane and submarine. I can't remember everything that it was. I think those were all three. it's now going to be compatible with Mario Kart 8. Uh not a huge surprise. Uh Mario Kart 8 is was already updated once to work with uh the the motorcycle thing uh from the first Labo kit from the Labo Variety Kit. So as soon as this was announced, everybody said, "Well, it's going to they're going to have to update um Mario Kart 8 Deluxe to work with this." And sure enough, they have. Again, I don't know why they don't say this ahead of time. Like, why don't they say during the announcement, hey, look, here's this new Labo thing. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be compatible with Mario Kart 8. Like, why do they wait until a couple weeks after the fact to tell us about that? It seems really weird to me. Uh, But there you go. We're going to be able to um, build like a little cardboard steering wheel and drive around in it. I have zero interest in this. There's there's absolutely nothing that I want when it comes to Labo. I think it's a cool idea. I don't want to have that stuff in my house. It takes up too much room. It doesn't it's not going to be the best way to play. The best way to play is the traditional way. And I might be an old an old guy saying that oh you you know, shaking my fist at the sky saying games were better when you played them with buttons. I, I don't know, but but I'm just not interested in this. But I'm not surprised about it at all. It just seems like the perfect fit uh, for building a steering wheel. You're going to have it be compatible with your your biggest racing game. Now you can play Donkey Kong on your ColecoVision, Atari VCS, or Intellivision video game system. Donkey Kong has multiple screens, just like the arcade game. This is actually a pretty interesting uh, little device. I watched a video on it. Uh, somebody dropped it in the Discord. I can't remember who did, uh, but it was something that they, they said that they had uh, backed on Kickstarter. And Nintendo Life, uh, I guess, got their hands on one of these and um, reviewed it. And that is the the satisfy pro gaming grip for the Nintendo Switch, which I guess is this. I, I almost want to assume it's just like a 3D printed thing, uh, where or maybe it's a vacuum mold or, or something like that. But uh, basically, it is uh, grips that make your hands kind of go at the natural angle instead of. Uh, be, he did a great job explaining it uh, when when you're using the, uh, the Nintendo switch, um, I I suppose the, the joy cons and you're playing and you're playing like this, your, your wrists are kind of like at a, at a straight angle. And when you use like the, the pro controller or an Xbox controller or a uh PlayStation controller your your wrists are kind of at this outward angle and because of that it's more comfortable. I don't know if that's true or not, but they those other controllers are certainly more comfortable than playing the Switch in handheld mode. I really don't like playing the Switch in handheld mode very much, um especially for games that require the use of the right stick a lot. Uh this handheld grip is made for use with just like you can't dock it with it. Um, You can't take the Joy-Cons off. It's just something you slide over the switch in order to... um, What's the word I'm looking... Just in order to make it more comfortable to play. And one thing that they pointed out is that the right hand of the device, the right hand side is elongated in order to give you that angle because of where Nintendo put the 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 right thumbstick. Now, I like we all know why Nintendo put the right thumbstick where they did. They put it there so that when you take the Joy-Cons off, they're mirrors of each other. Um, it would have been easier for them to put the joystick on the top, and then it would have been more like the more like the Wii U gamepad. Uh, The Wii U gamepad had both joysticks on the top and then the face buttons and the D-pad underneath that, which really made sense because it had like this symmetry to it. And uh, when the Switch came out, they flipped that around because you can take the controllers off and use them as one person. You wouldn't want to have the joystick on the right side and the buttons on the left. That wouldn't make sense for how we usually play games. Uh, I thought this thing looked really cool. I reached out to uh, the people who made it, and I asked if I could get a review copy. I haven't heard uh, back yet, but I'm very interested to hear about anybody who who picks one up, because overall, I think that they look pretty cool. They look really comfortable, and if you're playing a game in handheld, uh, doing it twin stick, um, I think that you're going to like this now keep in mind i have not used this at all so i don't know i'm just saying by looking at it it looks pretty pretty damn nice double dragon 3 the ultimate in nes martial arts action continues with all new weapons characters and street fighting moves against the world's most awesome villains double dragon 3 from acclaim the action keeps coming all right, i'm sure that there's a lot of people talking about this um but nintendo switch outsold the Xbox One and the PS4 in July, and I know that there's going to be a lot of headlines out there saying, "Oh my gosh, Nintendo is killing it," and I totally agree, Nintendo is killing it. But at the same time, this is not a huge win for Nintendo. Uh, for for Nintendo, uh, a console that's been out less than two years, yeah, less than two years to outsell consoles that have been out for far longer than that, that's not a big surprise. Um, Nintendo is, of course, going to sell more of more of their consoles, because if we think of it this way, Sony and Microsoft have had their consoles in the market for a very long time now. And with their consoles in the market, most people who want an Xbox or a PlayStation at this point probably already have them. Some P- some of those people have already bought two. You know, one, like a, they've upgraded from the from the PlayStation 4 to the PS4 Pro, or they've upgraded from the Xbox One to the Xbox One X or the Xbox One S or whatever other letter they want to throw in there, in there at the end. Um, so the idea that Switch is still selling really well, I mean, that's awesome that it's selling really well. But that's not huge news. And I think I, I, you know, I was going around to all the different websites that I tend to check to see what's going on with Nintendo. And the the one thing that I saw was a lot of people were saying, Nintendo's outselling Xbox and PlayStation. Okay, that's great. Those are old systems. They've been around for a long time. And if you haven't bought one by now, you probably weren't interested in it in addition to that, a lot of people who own those other consoles are picking up the Switch because they don't have a portable version. Like there is no portable PlayStation anymore. The Vita got axed by by Sony. It wasn't, they weren't able to compete with the 3DS. Xbox has never been interested in the, uh, uh, in the portable market as far as we know. Uh, so, people seeing the switch they're like, "Oh man, this is cool. I want to be able to take some games with me. I'm going to pick one up and take it with me. And when I get home, I'll focus on my PlayStation and I'll just use my Switch uh portably." So, that means that people who have a PS4 are going out and picking up a Switch, people who have an Xbox One are going out and picking up a Switch. And of course, the Switch is going to sell more. It's not a direct competition. That's something that Nintendo says They don't do the marketing that way. You know, they market the Switch as a home console. But for, I think, at least half, and Nintendo actually told us this once, they said that half of the players who play on the Switch never dock their Switch, or I think maybe they only dock it to charge it or something like that. And I don't know how they know that, I'm I'm sure maybe the Switch is reporting, um, Like when you play a game, how many hours of it were it? Was it in the dock and how many hours of it was not in the dock? And I think that it's very interesting that half of the the Nintendo Switch player base never dock their Switch. Uh, That's a very interesting piece of information. And it kind of goes along with this idea that it's this um, secondary console. People have the uh, they they have the Xbox. And then, or the PlayStation, and then their second console is the Switch, and that's the one that they just take with them because they don't have an option to take games with them otherwise. Uh, so the Switch is selling really well for a couple reasons. It doesn't, it's a handheld. Nintendo focuses on calling it a, a home console, but it is a handheld. And handheld units have always sold way higher than home console units. Um, it's the secondary to a lot of people's primary console. For me it's my primary console, but most people out there it's probably their secondary console. And thirdly, the other consoles have been around for a long time. So it's not a huge deal that this is selling more than those. So even though I I you know, I put this in the show, I put it in the show to temper expectations, to calm the calm people down because people are like People are saying it's all over for Xbox or it's all over for PlayStation. And I mean, PlayStation still is the number one se- seller this year in 2018, which is pretty amazing. Uh, Xbox had their um, hardware sales boost by 60% this year. So even though even with those numbers, Nintendo Switch outsold uh, in July You know, you can you can look at this a lot of the ways I can I can sit down and write a headline that says Xbox three or Xbox one uh, sales increased by 60 percent this year. Uh, PS4 is still the top selling console of the year or Nintendo Switch sold more in July than PS4 and Xbox one. Like no matter what you do when you look at the NPD numbers, you can find a win for somebody. So just keep that in mind when you're reading all of these stories about which console is doing better than the others. And you know what? Just forget about the console wars because they're not important. Do the Mario! Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario! Take one step. And then again, let's do the Mario all together now. Well, you got to catch them all. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Pokemon. You got to catch them all. Twitch is going to catch them all because they are running a, a Pokemon marathon. Uh, this starts on August 27th. So two days from today, we're going to be seeing Pokemon streaming on Twitch, all 19 seasons, all 16 movies back to back to back to back. It starts at 10 AM Pacific time on August 27th. That's uh, 1 PM uh, Eastern time. That's the time zone that we really care about. Uh, Pokemon Marathon, all 19 seasons, all 16 movies. I'm I think that that there's a lot of people that are going to be really excited about this. I will probably tune in and watch like have the window open while I'm doing something else, but I'm probably not going to focus on it. My son will probably be very excited for this because, well, will he though? I mean, he could just go on Netflix and see all this stuff anyway. Uh, But I think that there's a lot of people that are going to uh, watch this and enjoy them. Uh, And usually whenever there's some kind of big marathon going for Twitch, they also have like certain emotes that come out. So people will subscribe to the channel uh, that's showing this and they'll probably get like some kind of Pikachu emote or an Ash emote or something like that. I think that this is really cool. And yeah, I know Nintendo does not own uh, Pokemon that's Game Freak, or well, the Pokemon company, uh, owns Pokemon. Uh, but I, I'm, I think that this is going to be something that I can put on in the background and watch stuff for a while and just kind of, uh, have it on as background noise. I do know that whenever I sat down, my, my son was watching a Pokemon show. Whenever I sat down and watched it with him, it was funny and I enjoyed it. And, uh, uh you know, it's a good show. So there you go. Uh, I wonder if they're going to show that first episode that gave all those kids seizures. Probably not. Probably not. All right, we've got two quick things before we wrap things up. The first is I've got a video that you can check out over at my YouTube channel. It is a first look at the game Shio, which is this really interesting side-scrolling platformer where... You're not necessarily jumping from platform to platform, but there are lanterns that are floating in the air. And when you are in in a certain radius of that lantern, you can hit the jump button again and you want to get from lantern to lantern to lantern. And you have like a it's almost like a little time trial to get from point A to point B as quick as you can without running into the spikes on the walls or the fire shooting all over the place. Uh, And it's got a very cool painterly art style. The translation from whatever is the main language of the game into English is really bad. Uh, the The translation's terrible. And I found the story stuff to be kind of meh. I don't care. But the gameplay is really fun. And if you enjoyed playing games like Super Meat Boy, uh, things like that, where it, uh, Super Meat Boy is a lot more pixel perfect. This is a lot more floaty uh but it 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 just kind of reminded me of that with the spike traps and the other things that you have to avoid uh but that's a shio for Nintendo Switch there's a first look over on my YouTube channel you can check that out uh one more thing is bravd who is a longtime friend of mine and also uh hangs out in the chat he uh reviewed a game called Earthworms and uh, I haven't posted it to the website yet he he sent it to me right before uh, I went live on the podcast. And um, I haven't had a chance to look through his review and post it and find pictures and stuff to post to the to the website. But if you go to runjumpstomp.com, and if you haven't already gone there, you should. Uh, But if you go to runjumpstomp.com, when you get there, there's going to be, you know, you'll see episodes and stories and stuff. And you'll also see reviews from time to time. And pretty soon, uh, probably later today, I will post that that review of Earthworms for the Nintendo Switch, which looked to me like a point-and-click adventure. And I don't like point-and-click adventures, so I asked Bravd if he would review it for me because I know that he loves that kind of game. So uh, that's Earthworms for Nintendo Switch. And, uh, you know, make sure you check out that review. Let's review the numbers. Sega Genesis is 16 bits. 3DO is 32 bits. The Atari Jaguar is 64 bits. Which is more advanced? Clifford! Alright, it's time to wrap everything up. It's time to get out of here. The music that we heard today on the episode was um Fantasy Star Online, Ragol Weather by Zircon. Uh, so make sure you check their stuff out. You can find it over at runjumpstomp.com/slash music. Um, don't forget that if you want the full show, you can stop by and watch the live show at twitch.tv/slash runjumpstomp. You can go to the YouTube uh channel, run uh twitch, i um, sorry, youtube.com slash run, stomp after the fact, and uh, watch the video version of the show. Uh, if you're looking for ways to support uh, my stuff and get more content like this, then you can uh, head on over to runjumpstompcom stomp.com slash thank you. Uh, all the links there will help me create more content. You can become a, a member of the Patreon. Uh, the, the Patreon gets a bonus podcast uh I like last night I just well this morning I just wrote or or did a podcast review of Mission Impossible Fallout the movie that just came out and I posted that as just for patrons uh podcast um one other thing that I wanted to talk about oh ways that you can get a hold of me you can email me um runjumpstomp at gmail.com You can call and leave a voicemail at 260 run jump. You can join our Discord at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Become a part of the community. Uh just the other day I uh I, I I got a whole bunch of games uh given to me by a community member and uh I'm going to be giving them away in the Discord. So if you're part of the Discord every once in a while I'm just gonna go ahead and say hey everybody join the discord and uh, get a free game Uh, and people can go in there and enter the contest and maybe maybe win a game Uh, plus there's a lot of awesome conversation that happens there Uh, anyway runjumpstomp.com slash thank you check out that stuff all the links there help me create more content and thank you to everyone who has already uh, supported uh, the show in whatever way that you you have Uh, I really appreciate it now it's time to thank the live chat uh, we've got uh, Vaxer, DJ Three Stripes, um, Hurdy Derp, Popple, Lulworthy, Link31254, Mapeach, uh, Skinny Seahorse, V&K, Virgo Pros, Wizard, Spidey, Noir, and Magister. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you for hanging out with me on a Saturday. I will see you next time. Bye-bye.